Hi, I'm Jane, and together with Jodes, we are two proud feminists passionate about female empowerment. This podcast is our take on the real conversations, real issues, and real challenges we must stay focused on if we're going to inspire the next generation of female leaders, managers, and entrepreneurs to pick up the baton and continue the journey to equality. But be warned, there will be rants and the odd profanity, but mainly just lots of curious conversations, uplifting stories, great guests, and food for thought on the path we still have to travel. It is clear that our young girls need us to harness our gumption and to use our voices now to make the changes we all know need to happen. It's time to be a pioneer, not a passenger. To paraphrase the famous words, of a female game changer, Hollywood's iconic Bette Davis. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. So this week we are in episode five of series three of the podcast. So as a reminder, this series is all about women and work does it. And today... We've teased you a little bit about this episode because we've mentioned it quite a lot throughout this series because it is kind of the linchpin, I think, that un, you know underpins everything in this series. Today we're going to be talking about the male-coded game. And you're probably thinking, crikey, what, what's this game you keep talking about? Uh, we did reference It's not it. golf. It's not golf. It's not golf. Although some... It does involve golf quite often. Possibly. (laughs) Sorry, we're being flippant before we've even started. (laughs) But actually, you know, to survive some of this male-coded game, you need a bit of sense of humour sometimes, don't you? You do. You do. You know, I'm sure by the end of this episode, you will understand that too. So you're probably thinking, well, what do you mean by this male-coded game? We've referenced it a bit already in terms of, you know, all of our structures, all of our systems, whether it's in a, a corporate business, whether it's in, you know, public sector, government, um, the police, you know, all aspects of society. If you look carefully, their their structure, their setup is all male coded. Kind of what we mean by that is, you know, it's been designed, a lot of it has been designed a long time ago by yeah. men for men yeah yeah you know and naturally yeah you know that's wasn't how done it was. purposefully to keep us out of it it's just that's what was going on that's what was going on we were housewives we were doing other stuff weren't we but times have changed, changed. you know even at the most basic level of the fact that for most households now we don't you know it's not really a choice we both have to go out to work in some capacity you know it's it'd be a luxury almost for many of us to consider that one of us could be a homemaker let's call them you know actually both people in the partnership in the relationship do have to go out to work which means that a lot of this male coded setup now does not work and given that you know we talked about this in episode three that the majority of the care responsibility, the household responsibility, the mental and the emotional load still predominantly sits with women. This male-coded game isn't working, is it, for a lot of us? No. Well, makes it even tougher, doesn't it? Because we're already doing more. Yeah. You know, we're already doing kind of everything outside of the the house. I mean, I've heard so many corporate women say it'd be great to have a wife. (laughs) I need a wife! 
um, you know, because men not that that's the position that yeah. men are in and have been in. So they don't have any of that stuff. No. Um, and so we're already coming to work exhausted. Yeah. Um, but, and then we're dealing with this male coded game. Definitely. But this morning we were just chatting, weren't we? We were having a bit of breakfast. We were having a bit of lovely breakfast yeah. this morning, yeah. chatting things through. Uh, and we both said we'd we'd like a butler. Very much so. Yeah. And a housekeeper. And a housekeeper. And a housekeeper and a chef. And a masseur. And a masseur, yeah. Yeah, we need a daily... We, want, we, we need like our day, own hotel, basically. You know, but actually, this just... That just demonstrates, though, the pace of life, yeah. doesn't it, these yeah. days? Yeah. In that, you know, we're spread so thin that the capacity to do all the things all the time is virtually impossible, mm. yet the expectation yeah. still seems yeah. to sit there. So, you know, we want you to be aware of this male-coded game um and, and kind of what it involves and actually you spent quite a bit of time in one of your books talking about yeah. male coded yeah. and female codedness yeah. didn't yeah, you absolutely. and one of the things we share with our big sisters when we train them to be a big sister yeah. for one of our girls out loud programs we talk to them about um you know the components of promotability yes you're probably thinking what's promotability got to do with this at the minute but actually when we talk to them about promotability it shines a light on the elements yeah. that are at play yeah. in this male coded game we have, an, we have a lovely venn diagram we're actually trying to put the venn diagram yeah in the it show makes, notes yeah, here today sense, doesn't it the diagram People yeah can see it a lot clearer but this is really in reference to how you climb that ladder yeah yeah, it's still a ladder. It's still there. Yeah. There's still a ceiling. I won't got rid of all of these things. Nope. It's still there. Yeah. And that ladder is co coded male. So that's what we're going to talk about today is that ladder. It's how you get promoted, which is what, you know, if you want to sit at the bottom of the tree all, all your life, then that's fine. You don't need to worry about yeah. it. Yeah. And that's acceptable. Absolutely if that's what acceptable. You want to do. If that's what it's yeah. about for you, you don't need to worry about it. If you're aspirational, you want a career, this you need to be aware of this. Yeah, totally. Not too about it. Totally. Um, so you know, there's kind of three main components yes. to this, isn't it? That yeah. uh, that we talk about. And those three components are performance, visibility, and personal brand. And I always love doing this exercise because we always start it, don't we, by saying to the women what 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 percentage mm. of these three components do you think are at play when it comes to you being promoted. yeah you climbing that ladder yeah, yeah, yeah. your promotability yeah. you know so i encourage you just think on that while i'm talking about mm. this you know performance visibility and personal brand where would you add the weighting yeah. there yeah yeah because actually when we run this activity most women will put their biggest chunk into performance yeah. you know being able to demonstrate that i am good at the job that yeah. i am doing yeah. and they usually rate it between 40 to 60 percent yeah that's usually what they rate their performance is how good i am at my job yeah hitting those targets yeah. you know accounts for yeah. being perfect yeah. at the job i'm in yeah but actually it's, it's not the case is it no. it's not the case you know and um we see this happen a lot in lots of businesses that just because you're good at one particular job, let's say you knock your performance out of the park, yeah. you might be absolutely nailing it, you might be exceeding expectations, you might be getting rated as outstanding in this role, 
But just because we're good at one job doesn't mean automatically then that you're going to be good at the next mm. one. I think we've used the example before, haven't we, of like maybe being a brilliant salesperson. Mm. I know this is a basic example, yeah. but it's good for illustrating the point. You might be brilliant at sales, so they promote you to the sales manager. Yeah. Well, being a people manager is a completely different skill set than being Absolutely. a salesperson. Absolutely. And then all of a sudden, yeah, you've been promoted, but you're not that good at managing yeah. and leading people. No, and you've lost the thing that you are good at. Yeah. So you've got no job satisfaction. Yeah. So know that mm. first and foremost, mm. that your performance in your current role, even if it's 10 out of 10, mm. it doesn't equal then mm. your, you know, um, license, mm. I guess, to, to go into the next band. Mm. And that's not what gets valued in a male no. coded system so we've got a bit of wonky thinking on yeah. there so uh we're so gonna what's talk your about... performance worth then jude what's your performance worth it's just 10 isn't 10%. it 10 10 10 and you see the women in the room just go oh what what i've been busting my gut what? for 20 years trying to be shit hot at yeah. this yeah and because you know the, the other thing is about your performance you're paid to do that job that's yeah. what you're supposed to do yeah you're supposed to come into to work and rock that role. That yeah. is what you pay money to do. Yeah. So why would that be something that becomes a big issue to get the next job? Yeah. And I, I actually, I think one of the reasons why we do it, and a few of our big sisters have commented on this, there's loads of um, research and statistics that show about how men and women apply for roles, don't they? That women will look at a job description and they'll, they'll need to at least be able to do a out of yeah, 10 yeah perfect. yeah you know i'm competent yeah. at that before yeah. they will even apply yeah. men will have a stab won't they they might yeah. only be able to do four out of ten of yeah. the bits on well, the, the black the rest they'll be like yeah but i'll yeah. be all right i'll give, I'll that right. a shot. I'll give it a shot you know i've got got a good transferable yeah. skills i can i can blag my way through that yeah. which actually illustrates just how much focus the difference in focus that men and women do put on performance mm. men know that there are other things. Men know that the performance there are isn't different the be-all and end Absolutely. They yeah. know it's just like, it just needs to be good. So we're over-investing. Yeah. We're over-investing in performance. So when we look at the second one on that on that little three circles that we would talk about, the second one is visibility. Yeah. And generally when we say, you know, what that means is, let's just describe what it means first. So it means that people know who you are. And this they, is what women struggle with this one. They know who you are. They know what your value is. They, um, you know, they know what you want. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's pretty, you've been pretty clear and vocal and visible about, you know, I'm in here to climb that ladder. I'm ambitious. I want to go into this area. I want, I want to, to be doing this. Bit of the business. Absolutely. By the time I'm in, I'm 30, I want to be there. Um, you know, I'm putting my hand up for stuff. If there's any secondment or volunteer opportunities, I'm putting my hand up. I'm taking credit for the things that I've delivered. Um, yes. Not I've helped. This is what women do. I helped to deliver. Yes, that my team did that. Saying, you know, instead yeah. of like, well, yeah, I actually led that team. Yeah. Yeah. I know that your team work with you, and I know we're very team focused, but you're still leading the team. Yeah. So it's like, say, you know, accept that recognition. It Especially drives me potty. If the book stopped don't do with that. you and you were accountable for yes. it, you don't have to have done all the work. No. You took the risk yes. and you owned yeah. it. Yeah. Therefore, yeah. it's your credit. Yeah. So when women win anything or when they get recognition <laughs> for anything, they always like push it off, don't they? Well, you know. Play it down. You know, I, I, I'd like to thank everybody else. 
take own it yeah. own it a little bit yeah. better yeah so this visibility is about um you know being seen in the right places making sure that the next the top five people who you need to know who you are to give you that next job yeah know you are yeah and i had a great example of this i'm not going to name <laughs> her but i had a great example of this one of our i would say she's one of our uber fans she listens to every podcast we've ever done um and i've known her for many many years and she chatted to me only a couple of weeks ago about this saying oh, jane jane you know that visibility it really really works it really really works she said i've really thought right i'm going to do that i'm going to really make sure that i'm seen so i'm going to really make sure people know that i am aspirational and i want these to, to climb the ladder and she said so I've been going to the networks the in, internal networks about stuff I've been putting my hand up in some meetings I've been going to the coffee machine to have these chats with people I don't even drink coffee which said I know that there's a lot happens at the coffee that's machine. where all, that's where all the people hang out yeah. so I've been going to the coffee machine so then I applied for a job that was probably two or three levels up to me so I knew I wasn't going to get a job but I wanted people to know who I was and know what I was going for absolutely so she said so they know who I am now so I didn't get the job, but that's not why I went for it. And I thought, yeah. good on She's you. Playing a longer game because there. that's yeah. yeah, absolutely, that's what visibility is about. Yeah, you know, and men do this quite naturally. Yeah. It's like male coded. You know, they're doing this, um, you know, all day and every day. I mean, there was some research done that showed that most women spend about three hours a month on this kind of activity because they see it as additional to their job yeah so they see it as quite uncomfortable um and because it's all about oh i got to blow me on trumpet then well yeah yeah because yeah. nobody else is going to blow it and so you know they feel quite uncomfortable about it so they they can pick off things but they don't really take it seriously um i bought men take this very seriously because this is like coded into the system for them yeah. so they're spending three hours a day doing this you know, they might be meeting somebody in Pret on the way in to have a meet, to have a conversation and a, a panini and a coffee. Then they're out at lunchtime meeting somebody, having a pie and a pint, or, you know, going having another coffee and a chat. Um, then they'll build it into their day, coffee machine, water machine. Um, they're making themselves known in meetings all the time. They're putting themselves forward for things. Uh, and then out of work, they're on the golf course doing this on a Saturday morning. Yeah. They're, you know, they're, they're going to uh, they're going sporting events and events you know it's built into the system for them yeah. it's like the system is coded male for them to do that now we don't play golf no. or most of us don't we don't really we're not really interested in like cricket or whatever um so we miss out on all of that we don't do it instead of creating our own system we don't do any of it yeah um you know it's like oh, i need to learn to play golf well you don't necessarily but you need to understand that your visibility counts for 60 percent of your promotability yeah and most women wouldn't go anywhere near it thinking it was 60 percent no so you've got to do some of this yeah, stuff yeah, you don't have it, to do all of it all the time no and um, because when you think about reason why women don't do a lot of this stuff is what are we doing at lunchtime if we work we're normally running some errands. I'm going to the post office, dropping, sending the return getting the dry back to clean, Yeah, getting the dry cleaning. Get, picking the dog food up because I know there's none left for tonight. Absolutely. So that's what we do in lunch. We don't go in there. Kids need new socks. Yeah. What do we do on the way <laughs> in? Have we, got, have we got this spare time on the way in? To go, oh, I'll meet you. I'll meet you in prep for a coffee on the way in. Have we got that? Are we like rushing in just about making it? You know, because we're getting kids ready for school and again we're doing that errands. Do we have time to do things after work? No, we're going straight home. 
to do all this other stuff that we've talked about. Oh, and dropping Johnny off at flipping football club. Yeah, and yeah Elliot so, Brown and, and all the rest of it. We've not heard from Ellie for a while, have we? I thought I'd throw Ellie in there. You, you've been missing her. <laughs> Yeah, Jones yeah. has this thing about me, and when I refer to teenage girls, I always call them Ellie, yeah. and I do. I can't, I can't, wait, I can't wait to meet Ellie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've worked with lots yeah. and lots of Ellie's, yeah. I can assure you. Yeah. yeah, so so we need to be more strategic about this. We need to think about it. We need to recognise it's sixty percent of the game, yeah. and that the game, and it's a male coded game. And why wouldn't it be? Yeah, because it's historical. It's always been like this, but we need to recognise it definitely. And we need to build it in, and we need to build it in without guilt. Because yeah. you don't need guilt about it. The light bulb moment for me when you first shared this mm. with me before I started doing big mm-hmm. sister training mm-hmm. with you was the whole sponsor piece invisibility. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that actually and it is linked yeah. it was when you were talking about sporting events and golf yeah. and all of yeah. that is yeah. that actually men are having conversations and you talked about you know who are the five people who are who, are, who need, need to, to see know me. you are. Yeah. And actually what men are often doing is, you know tapping other colleagues up yes. who have got influence yes. who know the person that they need to be seen by and who's going to open the next door for them and they're advocating for Absolutely. them and you know Absolutely. when someone says sponsor it's like me coming to you as the next one up and going jane the, this is where i want to be in 18 yeah. months time Can you, help me? you know i need to be seen by mm. such a body over there and you're like well, I'm well in with them. Yeah, I can open yeah. some doors yeah. for you there. Yeah. I can make sure that you're yeah. seen in those circles. You can come with me to such a do, and I'll introduce yeah. you Absolutely. to Absolutely. Pete and John. Or and you're Steve. not in that room, but I am, so I'll mention you. So when we're talking you. about it, I'll go, you know, I think we should talk to, to John because John's perfect for that, and the job's already gone to John before yeah. he even gets advertised. We're not doing that. We're not advocating for each other. We're no. not. If we are around the table, we're not advocating for each other. So it's like when we talk about sponsorship, and we and again we do this in, in, in the room. Even it, I, I did a big event a couple of weeks ago for a massive global recruitment company. They didn't understand what I meant. No. I said, "How many of you got a sponsor?" Mm. And they were all like, "What? What do you mean? What, what do you mean like sponsoring? Like you know, money?" Matt Millen hula hooping. Yeah. No. What do you mean? They didn't understand what I meant. And what I meant is, have you got somebody that's advocating for you in a room that you're not in? Who knows what you want? Exactly. And has got influence. It's like more than more than a mentor. It's not. A, it's not a behavioural thing. No. It's about you know somebody that's at a position that you're not that can advocate for you that's got your back that's sort of saying yeah I'm going to bring you on as my protege who can give you the stage to be visible on yeah so we all need a sponsor yeah we need a sponsor that was the big eye opener for yeah me. yeah so well, there we go we've got the performance is 10 visibility is 60 what's the last one then? the last one is um personal brand yeah, so what's that leave us with? We've got about 30 left. 30%. You've got 30 left, haven't we? We can do the maths, brand. 30 left for personal yeah. brand. Yeah. But, you know, you've, you, you'll have been on personal brand training courses, I'm sure. But actually, this, this is about looking at this through a different lens. If we put it in the male-coded game lens, it looks very different because personal brand that's male-coded is much more about things like status, image power mm. and positional power mm. more than personal mm. power mm. whereas and, and that's the way the game's set up yeah 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 you know my personal brand is about me showcasing some of that power yeah showcasing my status it's yeah. about the where image I, I portray where I outside yeah it's what it's what's on my door yeah what kind of, have i got a mahogany deck 
just have a yeah. mahogany desk anymore. Yeah, just like the yeah. thing that goes on your desk that says your name. Yeah. You know, the watch you wear. The watch. Yeah, the watch. The suit, the shoes, you know, all of that. Now, I'm not saying, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of women that love a decent pair of shoes and a gorgeous handbag. But when it comes to personal branding work, they're not the bits that register. Mm. If it was female coded, then female coded personal brand is much more about what we stand for, mm. our values, mm. our beliefs, mm. the stuff that we're passionate about. Mm. Mm. Two but, very different things. Yeah, aren't but they? I, I do also think that, think that the one thing we share in personal brand is what you're known for. Because yeah. regardless of all the stuff that we just talked about, yeah. you know, you would you still need to have a platform that you stand on. Mm -hmm. You still need to have a niche. You still need to be known for something. Yeah. Um, other than your handbag and your shoes and your your brogues or whatever. So you, it might be you're talking about something in a meeting, and it's like you know what I think you need to be talking to Tony. Because he's brilliant at that, yeah. you know. And it's like I always talk about personal brand. If I hear people talking, let's say I've done a speaker gig or I've done something and I hear people talking in the loo, I would know they were talking yeah. about me yeah. by the language that they use, by what they were saying yeah. and that they're talking about me. Yeah. That's a strong brand. And that's no different. No, that's consistent. that's consistent. But women are much less focused on making that known because yes. it is really linked to the visibility absolutely, piece, isn't it? Absolutely. Part of being visible is yeah. making sure that it's crystal clear to people. Yeah. yeah. Who, you know you what you're known what for. You're known for. Yeah. Totally. Mm -hmm. Rather than hiding it or expecting somebody to see it on your yeah. CV or expecting it to show up in your performance. Yeah. You loved it, didn't you? When I called it my zone of genius. Your zone of genius. Yeah, I make it Love clear that. what my yeah. zone of genius yeah. is. Yeah. They help women smash glass ceilings yeah. and I particularly. And have the art around the skill of helping people to be assertive. Mm. Zone of genius. Yeah. That's what I want to be known yeah. for. Yeah. You know, I could yeah. do loads of other stuff. Yeah, yeah. But if you go that's Jones, for. so that's it. Yeah. That's the thing that comes up. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. and, and yeah. so at the moment. Yeah. Oh, I've got freedom to choose. Yeah, absolutely. Freedom absolutely. to choose. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this whole idea of personal brand is knowing mm -hmm. that that's worth more than performance still. Yes. yes. 30% personal brand 10% performance so visibility number one brand number two and bearing in mind you are operating in a male coded environment where the weighting is probably sitting more on those egotistical mm -hmm. elements of mm -hmm. brand mm -hmm. more so than what you feel comfortable mm -hmm. with because mm -hmm. yours are likely values based yes. yeah. but know that the stop, wait, no, stop wasting all your time trying to yeah. demonstrate your performance yes yeah, yeah. yeah. So here we go. That's the male coded game, yeah. and, it, and it kind of sits across everything in the organisation, yeah, doesn't it? It does. Uh, because you know, you, unless, as we said, you're you're in that organisation doing something that you're really happy doing, and you're not interested in progression, you don't need to worry about that. But if you are, then this is the game that you're in. And as with any game, you've got to be in it to win it, haven't you? Yeah. So you know, from our point of view, you've got to recognise the game. So if you now start looking for this, you'll, you'll find see it. this is like a blueprint. So if you now if you start if you become aware of it, now you're aware of it, you can't be you can't become unaware of it. No, you're going to work now and feel like you've got X ray goggles yes. on, you'll be like, you'll be Oh like, my oh, god, get that. I've never seen that Mail before. Coded. Woo woo. Yeah. So you need to recognise it, you need to accept it, you need to get in it, and you need to play it. As authentically as you can, because yeah. what we don't want you to do is try and become men. No, 
Because I don't, don't want you to become male. We don't need any more alpha female no. bitches from hell. No, we don't. So it's recognising that this is how the game is currently played because it's male-coded. Get in it and start to shift it. Yeah. So try and be as authentic as possible. Recognise that, oh, that's coming from ego. Okay, I get it. I'm not going to fight that. I'm going to come at it from values. Yeah? So play it as authentic as you can. Get in it and change it. Because yeah. you can't change it unless you're around that top table. No. And we're not around that top table, are we? In numbers. We might have the odd one here, the odd three here. But in order to affect change, we need to have more women around yeah. that table. And actually what I've spent seeing over the years is the women that have broke through there, and I say this with heaps of compassion, mm -hmm. by the way, because these women often get hated. Mm -hmm. The ones that I've managed to get at the table, they've subconsciously maybe not even consciously mm -hmm. realize but they've turned into the male codedness mm -hmm. you know it's almost like if they were dressed they'd have a man's suit on mm -hmm. you know and it'd look ill-fitting so we get these alpha females mm -hmm. that nobody likes mm -hmm. try to be the, one of the boys the, to try yeah and you can't be one because you're not one no and they don't like that either they don't like that they don't really let you in or mm -hmm. they let you in but then it's all a bit brash yeah or they let you in it's a bit they know you're a you know, you they know what you're doing. Yeah. They recognise what you're doing, so they don't really let you in. But you've got no other support around you because no. a lot of the other women turn yeah. against you yeah. Yeah. at that point. And but like, I, a lot like, of people hate their women, but I actually, my heart goes I out know, to me them too, because they don't know any different. Well, not only that, they are the pioneers. They're so in the in arena, way, they've tried. Absolutely, in a way, we should be supporting those yes. women because without them, none of us would be there. No. So, you know, people talk in derogatory about like somebody like Margaret Thatcher saying, oh, you know, she was very male, she was this and the other but yeah, actually if we didn't have her we wouldn't have had we wouldn't have cleared the space for a lot of female politicians no. so it's all right you know like having a go at her because you didn't think she was female enough or you didn't think she did enough for women or whatever but she changed the game yeah she got in the she game she knew it was a game, game. she got in the game absolutely and she, she did her best to change the game yeah so she cleared a way for other people whether you like a hater or whatever yeah and um, so you know you've got to recognize that those women are pioneers mm -hmm. you have to recognize that they are kind of making space for others and i mean some women will say yeah well they're not they pull the ladder up behind them some of them might also so do that but they're still in the game and they're still playing the game and it's tough yeah and it's tough to sustain so we can't change the game unless there's more than one a token woman's never going to change no. anything no you know but the fact she's there and she's done what she needed to get there we should support yeah. her so even if you don't feel like supporting her because she's not might not be being the most pleasant person mm -hmm. to be around at the moment Recognize the best thing with. you can do is get behind her yeah. and, and help her and allow her to bring some of her more authentic female coded yeah. stuff to the yeah. table yeah. so yeah. she feels supported to yeah, do that absolutely yeah so there you go so there you go that's the male coded uh, system for you that we've talked about a few times and i would challenge you to go away and look at that and come back and tell us talk to us yeah post stuff on on the things we post on linkedin have a conversation with us because uh, i'd be really interested in your view so here at the end of this, here at the end of this lesson, this we've got lesson. we've got just one episode to go now in this series. So tell them, tell them. So our final um, episode in this series is, is called Two Good Men. And I'm sure you've worked out by now that those two good men are connected to us in some way. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're bringing them onto the podcast for the last session to talk about some of this stuff, to talk about how they feel, and uh, to talk about how they feel about feminism, talk about how they feel about living with us, which, you know, 
it's perfect, isn't yeah. it? And Who wouldn't ask, want to live with us? And to ask them their views on women and work, Absolutely. does it? So Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Make sure you tune in yeah. to join us on that episode. See you then. Bye. You have been listening to Jane and Jodes on One. Until next time, remember, sisterhood matters. Together, we are bold, brave, fierce and unstoppable.